What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money living that travel lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. Join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide to see everything we got going on over there at to the nations worldwide. Follow along on our uh, two weekly blog posts that we post at to the nations worldwide as well as this weekly podcast every Wednesday. In today's episode, we're joined by Amanda and Mark of the NYC Couple. They're an American travel couple who met in New York City, fell in love, and embarked on a journey of a lifetime together. They document their adventures through amazing videos online, wonderful Instagram posts, and through their website. We talk with them about how they balance all of that traveling in a bus together and their incredible travel experiences so without further ado here's our interview with amanda and mark today we are joined by amanda and mark of the nyc couple they are an american travel couple who met in new york city fell in love and started an adventure of a lifetime together you can follow them online at the nyccouple.com hello amanda and mark and welcome to the show Hello. Hey, hey there. Thank you for having us. We appreciate uh, you know this opportunity to chat with you. I love the intro. <laughs> Very impressed. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to join us here. And I just want to get started to get to know a little bit more about the two of you. Can you give our audience a little rundown about Amanda and Mark? Um, yep. Yeah, so I'm Amanda, and I'm originally from Southern California. Moved to New York City when I was about 25 just because. Um, and luckily I ended up moving up into the same building that uh, Mark was moving into as well in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, a year later, we started dating. And probably a year after that, uh, we decided we were going to go travel and uh, quit our jobs. So um, that's a quick rundown of me. And uh, yeah, I'm Mark and I'm from northern New York, uh, not far from Canada, actually just on the other side of uh, Ottawa. And uh, yeah, I moved to New York City to pursue my doctorate in physical therapy. And uh, yeah, like Amanda said, we were neighbors. And uh, yeah, I got her to fall in love with me. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, I didn't really want to steal Mark's thunder. Um, but we ended up uh, just getting married in October of last year in Bali. So we are newlyweds, I guess. Not sure how long you get that title for, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. So how was the wedding in Bali? How did that go? Oh, it was incredible. Everything worked out. There were about 20, 25 people, um, a handful of people we met tra- while traveling, and then um, our friends and family joined us. It was perfect. That's incredible. So what what kind of went into planning a, a trip or a, a wedding overseas? Was it always something that the two of you wanted or how did this come about? Um, I, I don't think it was anything we really planned on. But when we were actually in Bali, we stayed in this little villa uh, just randomly. We had met the owner and we were looking for a place. And she was like, I have, I have availability. Come on over. 
And while we were there, we were just laying in a hammock and it was just like such a perfect, you know, view, the situation. There was this beautiful gazebo that overlooked the ocean. And we had said, you know, this would be a great place to be married. And then about a year and a half later, we were back in the States and we were looking for places. We decided we did want to do a, a wedding abroad. We had considered Mexico because that way more of our friends and family would come. But we couldn't find anything that kind of replicated, you know, that feeling that we had in Bali. So we're like, you know what, we're, we're going back. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I want to get talking to you about your, your travels together. And I like to start off with a simple two-word question. It's a simple question, but it has such a complex response for so many couples. And that is, why travel? So for me, I guess it's, it's a simple answer and that's adventure. I, uh, I love just experiencing new things. That's why I love New York City. Always something, and that's what travels, new food, people, new sites, new cultures, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, I, I live for that stuff. Yeah, I would um, say the same about uh, just like new experiences and getting out of your comfort zone. And I mean, there's so many things that I ended up doing, which I never thought I would have. I mean, I, I just never thought I'd even get the opportunity to do some of those things, like jumping off the, what was the highest cliff <laughs> into the water? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and bungee jumping, that was one thing I just never, ever thought I would do. And, um, or like spending Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. With, you know, a Vietnamese indigenous uh, people, you know, eating like hill chicken. <laughs> Pretending to eat hill chicken yeah. for me. <laughs> that is awesome, for sure. And I want to talk to you about where were you last, where are you right now, and then where are you going to travel to next? So the last place we were was in Bali. And right now we're sitting in New York City. And in two hours, we'll be heading to the airport to head to Paris to run a marathon our very first marathon actually that's incredible nice so so you really had to get going right after this interview to uh to get to paris for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh um are you guys really big into marathoning I, I saw your last video on youtube was about running a half marathon is this kind of uh like your your goal leading into like a full marathon uh I, i'm not sure we're not even really runners i mean we weren't but i think we kind of turned into it um it, again it was just something new it was a goal something we were like you know what let's uh let's do a marathon so we kind of set the goal and of course because we didn't want our marathon just to be something here in the states we were like let's do it abroad and we were between rome and paris and so this will be yeah the, like the most memorable and probably horrible you know three or four hours of our life yeah, and that's such a good idea to go somewhere else and do it and, and really experience that together. That's really cool that you guys are doing that together. And I want to get into different experiences now with you uh, from your travels. Travel brings a lot of different experiences, good, the bad, the, the hilarious, awkward. I want to get into all of these with you, starting with what has been your most rewarding travel experience together, that experience that really opened up your eyes to travel and, and especially traveling together. I think the very first trip uh, for both of us um, that really started the travel bug um, was in Puerto Rico, right? 
Um, we, we went just for, you know, the standard American one week vacation. I think we may have pushed it to like eight, eight days, but we went to Puerto Rico and, you know, we went into the jungles and we were out in the water and we had this like awesome day on these little mini boats, motorboats. And it was just so fun. And we met like really cool people. And I think that's, for me, I think that's when it started. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Um, well, for me, like something that was rewarding, I guess, mm-hmm. was we spent of our travels, we spent one, two, so I think five months of it living in a van. Mm-hmm. So two months were in New Zealand and three months in Australia. And of course, you know, a van, tight quarters, it made us realize how little we really need to survive and, and you know, just kind of enjoy life. And so I think bringing that back here, back to the States, you know, we live in a studio in New York and we've considered, you know, do we need a one bedroom? Do we need a two bedroom? Do we really need that extra space? And now it's like, no, we don't. I don't think we do need that. And it's kind of, I, I feel like it's, it's kind of counter to what the American dream is because it used to be, I think, was like a big four bedroom house with a big yard. And, and I think people are, are kind of changing that. And I think just, doing this traveling and spending that time in such small, tight, enclosed quarters. Yes. You know, it has changed our perspective on what we need. On life and each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And getting into something, uh, turning this into a whole nother direction, we've all had these these awkward, these embarrassing, these hilarious travel experiences on the road. Maybe they weren't so awkward or maybe they weren't so funny in the moment, but looking back on it, maybe you can laugh at it. Do you have a moment uh, or an experience that you'd want to share that falls into that category? <laughs> well, okay. So while we were traveling, I think this, this one, looking back, it's funny. Even at the time, it was funny as when we were in New Zealand. And we had been watching videos on YouTube, I think, about tsunamis. And so in our head, we just kind of had tsunamis for one reason or another. And we were parked in this small town that wasn't far from the ocean, out front of like a library so we could steal the Wi-Fi while we were in our van. And at about midnight, um, this alarm starts to go off like across the whole town. It's just huge siren. And Amanda and I are both kind of looking at each other like what the hell what do you think that is and then we start noticing like cars start flying by us and then we're like oh shit is is this a tsunami and i don't know why in our head we were like tsunami warning so and then we like i throw the car and drive and we start driving down just the main street no idea where we're going and it's just like we got to get to highland and then i was like which way are the mountains she's like i don't know and i was like well i don't know either and then, the yeah, and then, and then we start realizing that like, cars are going in every direction and we're like, Oh, sh- which way do we go? And then come to find out it was just a, a fire alarm. So like the fire department was, because we saw the cars, we noticed a couple of them were pulling in the same building. And then I don't know, it was just, it was mass confusion. Like for a second, we looked at each other like, Oh, sh-, you know, we need, <laughs> we need to get, get out of here. And it was just a small little town. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Those YouTube videos got yeah. to us. Yeah. The tsunami videos. And actually, I do have one that stands out to me. Um, and this was in northern Vietnam. Uh, I'm sorry, northern Thailand. We did a loop. Uh, what is that called again? Mei Hong Song. Mei Hong Song loop. We actually were with another couple. 
uh, both on motorbikes, just like riding around this loop for I think four or five days. And we got to this town, this small town, and uh, we wanted to get, well, I wanted to get a massage, and I somehow convinced everyone to get a massage. And one of our friends um, did not, was not like the most comfortable, but we convinced him. And the way the massage place was set up was just very awkward. And, uh, and, Let's just say that, like, they, there were curtains available to block us all off, but they decided to keep the whole room open. So it was just two and then them two in this open room and, like, basically naked under a towel and, like, everyone just has their eyes closed. Like, don't look at each other. Like, we'll be, we'll, this will be over soon. And it was kind of the women, I swear, just like one woman, she just called friends and they all came over and they're like, but giving them, giving us massages, but they're like sweating and just like the whole situation was hilarious and embarrassing for probably both of us or all four of us. And, uh, yeah, just some things that happen. You guys, when you get massages, things happen and there are no curtains. So. <laughs> Those are really good stories to share for sure. Thank you so much. And I want to turn this into one more, uh, one more direction because travel is great. Travel uh, brings a lot of uh, great memories, great moments. But then there's those those bad experiences that you might have, or uh, maybe you can look back on them and smile, uh, and you got through them. But in the moments, they they can be really hard to get through. Do you have any moments like those you'd want to share? Yeah. Uh, so the top of my head, the first one that always kind of comes up for me, it always comes down to like money. I guess it's like times that cost us money and then like a thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars here and there end up costing you, you know, a month of travel in, in some of these countries in Asia. But in um, Australia, we did a, a relocation. So we were driving a van from Melbourne to Adelaide and they gave us a couple of days to, to do this drive. And it was a big six berth van. So it was like 15 feet high. And we were so pumped to have such a big space to be in. And we drove it up to the Grampian Mountain Range. And I was parking it. And I ended up hitting a tree with the roof of the of the van. And that, yeah, so that ended up costing us a couple thousand dollars. And it was really frustrating. Yeah, I remember it like ru- almost ruined my day up there. But Amanda was like, you know, there's nothing we can do about it now. Let's just like go out and enjoy the hike, enjoy the views. And you know, we'll worry about it when we come back. And, but yeah, even like now, like thinking back, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Damn tree jumped out in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like that you brought up there, um, moving into our next topic, talking about relationships and travel. I really like that you, you said, uh, you know, it really brought down your day, but Amanda was, was there for you to say, Hey, you know what? It's done. It's done. Let's move on. Let's make the most of our time while we're here. And uh, I think it's such a great thing about traveling uh, with as a couple, traveling while you're in a relationship, um, just playing off each other's strengths. And if one is down, the other one can bring that person up and vice versa. So how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together? Yeah, I mean, you know, it can only make you stronger. I mean, there are serious lows. Serious? Yeah, like, yes. There are some serious lows where you just have to like laugh about things. Like 
times where we were just unprepared and literally freezing and, you know, just huddled under one blanket and trying to keep each other warm with body heat and other times where you're in a van for a week without a shower. <laughs> Not so romantic. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if you can make it through that, you really, I think, can make it through life. Like, travel, and especially travel for a long period of time, especially traveling in a van because you're with each other 24-7. And for us, we only had one cell phone, so it's not even like we would go hang out on our own. Like, we were always together. And I think that's unique. I don't think a lot of couples have that experience. I don't know whether that's good or bad, but, like, five months always together, never left each other's eyes. And definitely there were fights, yes, but there was nowhere to go, so we had to... (laughs) get over it real quick and uh obviously you know starting off in doing a a trip where you're in such a confined space as a van for a long period of time what was the most challenging thing about that uh the most difficult thing while you're traveling in a van together oh yeah i guess direction (laughs) probably getting lost and i have i have road rage i get mad like frustrated easily I, it wasn't so bad while we were traveling though because you didn't because it's, it's in a different culture it's you don't know what to expect i guess so i, I don't know no, i think you still have road rage and then yeah, i'm supposed to be the co-captain and sometimes google Maps is not the easiest to navigate it's then we would like turn down one road and we're like oops just kidding we're supposed to go the other way and so it's like little things like that can be frustrating yeah but I, I don't know. I think everything else was pretty good. Like our vans were pretty big, so we had enough space to where we could comfortably sleep. Um, we didn't have a bathroom in either of the vans, so we like that's another kind of uh, just a logistic issue is making sure you know there's places to go to the bathroom when you wake up in the morning and more so for females. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I guess maybe just uh, safety too, making sure that you know we were parked somewhere that was safe. Although New Zealand, we felt pretty safe where we were like. Mm. Maybe we should move to another parking lot. Yeah, I think I'm more Mark thinking those. You know, he's a man, and I guess yeah, I had to, feel like we were to protect me. I was like sleeping just fine, and he's like sleeping over there with one eye open, peeking out the window. I'm like, <laughs> who's that walking by? I mean, a lot goes into planning these trips, and uh, I just want to know how do you guys uh, take care of planning a trip? Do you do you have somebody who takes care of the itinerary, the hotel, the flight? What goes into planning a trip for the two of you? Our our philosophy is wing everything. Like we we, I think we had a a soft plan for most countries. It was our entry date and our exit date, and then we would be like, okay, there's a couple. We, we'd always have a couple main points of interest that we would have to see or do, but the rest was pretty much take it day by day. There was so many times we kept making the same mistake over and over in South America where we would show up to a city on the bus and it would be end up being like five in the morning or something. And then we wouldn't have accommodations and we kept getting stuck walking around, carrying our backpacks around these cities in the morning, looking for places to stay. We were like, yeah, let's just be spontaneous. And then, I mean, sometimes it worked out, but you know, for as many times as it worked out, there was twice as many rows like, Oh God. We don't know what we're going to do, where we're going to sleep and stay. But 
I, I think I did most of the itinerary planning in the beginning. And then by the end, you started doing more of that yeah. kind of. Yeah. And the reason why we don't like to have an itinerary, because I feel like we would get trapped a lot where we made plans in the beginning, like South America was our first, um, you know, two months of travel, like full time travel. So we were still figuring it out and we made the mistake of scheduling our flight to Colombia in October and then our flights out of Argentina in December. So we were on a, you know, crunch time to get from Colombia to Argentina. So after that, we were like, we'll never make that mistake again. You know, we'll try to stay as long as we can and just see what happens. Yeah, that's the reason behind us winging it. Yeah, some. I mean, we definitely met other couples, though, that were very um, type A, like every hour was planned out. It was like, okay, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do that. Yeah, we just... We, Try to, we tried to let things just kind of happen because we would meet other travelers or other fun people and they might invite us somewhere. And for the most part, we would say yes because we just, you know, wanted to be open to new experiences. And if we had too tight of a schedule, you know, that wouldn't allow for us to do those kinds of things. Is there a destination that you would recommend another couple with the exact same interests as the two of you or a destination that is on your list to return back to? Yeah, the Philippines. I mean, I mean, I, I have a little bias because I was born there and I still have family there. So it holds kind of a special place in my heart. But even still, besides that, it was still one of the most beautiful countries, you know, one of the most affordable countries, one of the, you know, friendliest cultures. Um, and for the most part, it's English speaking. I mean, there's there's Tagalog, too, but the majority of uh, the people in the Philippines speak some English. And uh, there's just so much to explore and yeah, see there. Something for everyone there. Mm-hmm. There's city lives. There's more outdoor, but if you want the city, you can find it. Nice. Yeah, Philippines looks so beautiful. I've never been. Natalie has been. So maybe one day we'll make it to uh, there together. But I mean, there's thousands of islands there to visit, right? So have you guys visited to many of them? Um, we went to a handful. Yeah. We didn't. I mean. Yeah, we're still, again, there was still so much. There's, I mean, of all the places, we, every time we left a country, we were like, don't worry, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back and we'll do those other things. And as Americans, we only had 30 days, so it's only been so much in 30 days. Now, do you two have any more advice you would give a couple out there that is about to go on their first trip? Any more advice in terms of their relationship and traveling? What they, what should they be uh, looking out for, working on? Uh, you know, just any advice for that couple that's about to go on their first trip together? Yep, my advice would be to remember that, you know, work as a team. You guys are in it together. Um, they're, prepare yourself for bad times and, and just... Try to, like, if something bad happens to the other person, say something with, like, a passport or you forget your ticket or, you know, something like that, it does happen. We're all human. And try not to beat that other person up for that. Just, you know, it happens. Okay. It sucks. (laughs) We, you know, are going to lose out on $2,000 or whatever it is. But, you know, you'll, it's just money. You can make money back. Um, just, try to live in that moment and uh, take in that experience just be there for each other yeah and i guess be flexible i mean that's part of a relationship though being flexible because like me and amanda we also have 
slightly different ideas of relaxation. You know, so like going to the beach, she can go to the beach and lay all day. And I can only go to the beach and lay for half an hour. Then I need to go out and do something like whether it's, you know, take the camera out or, you know, go swimming or, you know, do something. So as long as you are flexible, you understand, you know, that you only have 30 days, right? In most countries. So it's like one person's going to want to do these things. The other person's going to want to do those. And then, you know, you got to sacrifice. 50-50. Yeah. Do some <laughs> of the stuff they want. And I think we did a good job though. It's like yeah. getting, getting both in. Yeah, and I like that advice about, you know, being flexible and kind of just living in the moment together. And if something bad happens, you got to move past it because you only have so much time at that destination and you don't want to remember it as something bad or a bad experience that you had together there for sure. And I want to move into talking about the NYC couple and what you guys have going on online, starting with where did the name come from, the NYC couple? Um, You know, I, I think it was... I I don't really know where it came from, I guess. It, it started, so we had a YouTube channel and it, it started as Mexipino Adventures because Amanda's Mexican and I'm half Filipino. So we were like, ooh, this is, this is a, a, a smart name. <laughs> but then, um, we changed it to Mark and Amanda. And then, um, then one last time, the final iteration was the NYC couple. We thought it would just be catchy. Um, no one had it. We were shocked. Yeah. Like, and, and the thing is for New York city, it means more than it, it's more than just New York city. It's also what New York city kind of stands for and represents. So like Amanda moved here for kind of like opportunity for adventure, for experience. Right. And you know, New York city kind of represents those things. It also represents like, uh, you know, just going out there and being uh, motivated, dedicated to kind of like, make your dreams come true, the city that never sleeps. And so, I, I mean, aside from just the direct, obvious meaning of New York City, it's just kind of like what New York City represents. And and we met here. It's just, yeah, that's a lot. Holds a special place in our heart. And, uh, I mean, with, with doing all this stuff online, you know, maintaining a website, releasing videos on YouTube, posting on Instagram, all of this takes a lot of work, especially if you're doing other things uh, and also in a relationship and everything. How do you guys do all this? How do you split this all up and, and tackle it? Well, it's, it's our social media has taken a bit of a, a hit lately. We haven't been able to dedicate as much time as we'd like or as we should be able to, I guess. Yeah, and that only happened because we came back from traveling where that was pretty much our full-time job, social media. There was time, and now we're back in New York City. You know, we have to start making money and pay off student loans and whatnot. So that is, you know, the 9 to 5, but it's more like the 8 to the 6. <laughs> so there's, there's not a lot of time in the day. And then, like you said, you're in a relationship, so you want to spend time with that person. And then we have our Coco or a baby dog. <laughs> Uh, and I want to spend time with him, so it has been a challenge. Yeah, but for the most part, Amanda handles, she does most of the Instagram stories. She does most of the engagement on Instagram because that's a big part. You can't just post pictures and expect your your uh, account to grow. And I tend to handle more of like the photo taking, the editing of the photos and, and YouTube videos and stuff. So that's kind of the split there. But... For any, like if anyone that is traveling and then they want to try to 
you know, turn their travel experience into something more, you have to realize that it is, it's not, it's not, uh, I guess it's a little bit of luck, but for the most part, it's a lot of hard work and it is a job. And for us, the hardest, one of the hardest things while traveling was balancing out social media, like capturing the experiences on video and, and photos, but then also being able to just enjoy them ourselves. And that was super hard. And then, and then you come home and, you know, you get home from traveling that day and then you're, you're editing the footage. So, uh, yeah, it really is like a, its own job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like to get in, into this with uh, everyone that we interview because uh, it's a, it's a recurring theme. Obviously, it's doing this and traveling. It is a lot of work. I mean, travel itself in itself is a full time job, and then you're adding something like this on top of it, where you're you're taking photos throughout the day, um, and you need to get these out. You need to you know consistently post. So you're coming back to the hotel or to the Airbnb, and you're you're editing and you're working nonstop right after you're, you're traveling. So how do you guys balance all this? Do you have a a routine when you're traveling, or when you're traveling, do you try to just make the most of your travels? And, uh, and then come home to New York later and then to start editing and, and doing all this. How do you balance all of it? Um, so, well, now that we're in New York, we, we try to have the videos planned out a little bit more. And that saves a lot on the, the filming time and also the editing process. Because you don't have just, you know, 100 hours of footage to go through. And I guess with the, with the balancing it, well, balancing it here in New York, it's, it's tough. I mean, because you, you work the job. Uh, nine to five and then you come home and you have to spend the hours editing um i guess how do we balance that with with like life because i mean a good job at having us time we spend a lot of time just we, we always go out to eat as much as we can we're still trying to do it like great experiences in new york but i think we just we pick and choose more now which ones we want to share instead of sharing everything we, we try to be a little bit more deliberate with that how about when you're on the road? Do you have set days that you're going to work on something or at night you're, you're going to work on something? Or do you really just try to, you know, make the most of your travels, not really worry about getting the content ready or anything like that? Just try to soak in the, the travels while you're traveling? Yeah, it, that was right. That was like the, one of the hard parts. Yeah, when we were traveling full time, I feel like that was challenging for us to like take time to edit the video instead of being out and exploring those new things i think it would usually come down to um you know we would be out traveling nonstop for a week or something and then we would take like a day or two and just hang out in one place and edit whereas now i think it's going to be more we take the footage while we're out on these vacations and then we come back to New York City and then we edit. At four or five days in Paris, we're not going to spend it editing videos. And uh, I mean, you guys have Coco and I just want to know, does Coco come on any road trips in, in New York or out on any experiences in New York with you? Uh, every every experience that we can bring him. He, so when we got back to the US, we flew into to LA and that's where Coco was. He was with Amanda's mom, and that's where we adopted him. So he came on the road trip with us from from L.A. to New York City, and that was kind of unexpected because we had a lot of a lot of like national parks and hikes and stuff that we had planned on doing, 
But since we had Coco, you know, a lot of times those things, you know, we just we couldn't do it just because there weren't dogs allowed. But uh, yeah, Coco loves going on the road, and we love taking him places. And yeah, we'd bring him to Paris if we could, but run the marathon with him on our back. Do you have any more advice you'd want to share with a couple that wants to start this type of lifestyle, this this type of, you know, travel and creating content around travel, around that lifestyle? Do you have any more advice? So, I mean, I would say there's this saying, the, the burn the boats. So I think one of our downfalls kind of is when we were traveling is that we didn't really uh, fully commit to becoming like social media travel people. We always knew that eventually we were going to go back to New York and, you know, start our jobs again. But I think if, if this is what you want to do, you really need to just fully commit. And I think that is going to be the best way. Cause then, I mean, you fully commit, you make yourself a plan, you know, a, a realistic schedule of posting and, and what kind of content you want to do. And for us, we were, again, we flew by the seat of our pants. We weren't even meant to be a travel like YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's just the way our life kind of went. And so as our life evolved, our channel and content evolved. I think if we had been more direct with all, from the beginning, you know, right. it, it'd be a little bit different. But, but yeah, so I think if you're a new couple and, you know, you're planning on traveling and some travel is something you really want to do and you want to make a life out of it, you know, then just plan, learn, uh, you know, some basic skills of video editing, taking photos doing that stuff and just just do it because the more you do it the better you're going to get and and engage in the community it's a very large community and you have to you know spread the love if you want to be loved (laughs) yeah for sure and then just just be yourselves with you know with everything because that's really what comes across is people you know the personalities people fall in love with your personalities they fall in love with you and then they feel like they're part of your family and part of your travels and, and that keeps them coming back for more. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you understand with the community and stuff like you guys have to engage and, and people, people wouldn't come back if they didn't like, you know, your guys' personalities, which sound great and you're Canadian. So (laughs) (laughs) no, I I totally agree. And I mean, engagements part, like the, the main thing, if, if people are commenting on your photos, you're going to want to comment back at them and also just engaging on, on other people's. I mean, the travel community in itself is such a, an accepting, very large and, uh, very amazing community to, to be a part of. So yeah, it's, it's really great to be able to engage with everybody on it. Now, what is one thing you wish you had known before starting this this kind of lifestyle, this lifestyle of creating content on, online and, and putting it out there? It doesn't have to be perfect. I like that. I, I, I like how, uh, you know, it's it's not about, you know, perfection because that's going to hold you back totally. Yeah, just just create something and put it out there and then learn from it, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and then just evolve and put something else out and then again just keep doing that and you'll get better at it and the same goes with travel like our first the first experience in Colombia, we got scammed literally land in Colombia, got in a taxi and he scammed us just do it you know don't be afraid don't let fear set you back go travel go see the world create content share it with everyone you'll inspire other people that that's actually been one of the most rewarding things is honestly when people say like just random people like oh i saw your video and you guys inspired us to do this or 
people see our Instagram stories and they're like, Oh, you, you know, I did some pushups today, yeah. you know, or something like that. And, it's, and you don't even realize the, the, the impact sometimes the effect you have yeah. on people. And then that just kind of spirals out. So. Definitely, definitely. And that's a great way to end it. And there you have it. Amanda and Mark sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. Guys, I just want to say good luck on your marathon in Paris. I'm not going to hold you up anymore. I just want to say a very special thank you to you for taking the time out of your day to join us here on this interview. Yes, and thank you. This is so much fun. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. You're great. And I just want to give you the floor. Let our audience know where they can find you. What's the best way to reach out to you? We're on everything, <laughs> you know, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. We've got it all at the NYC couple. Yeah. And if you want to get a hold of us, the, the fastest way to do it is through Instagram. And please feel free to reach out, send us a DM. And, you know, we respond to all the messages, except for some of the spammy people. <laughs> The especially the spammy companies we don't respond to you sorry guys but anyone else if you guys have any legit questions or you want any insights you know on, on travel and stuff like that we're more than happy to, to help you out so check us out on instagram thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide i cannot express my appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 54 that's this episode episode number 54 show notes page learn more about everything amanda and mark have got going over on over there at the nyc couple leave a comment on the page and let us know about your travel experiences together with your significant other if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It really helps us get this podcast out there into, into other couples' ears. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel here on this podcast. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.